This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Ba- basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Basketball gold with Fratello and Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. My partner's Mike Fratello. Cavs, one of several teams, Mike, that made big moves in the offseason. Minnesota brought in Rudy Gobert, DeJounte Murray to Atlanta. Cavs bringing in Donovan Mitchell. And clearly those guys were kind of brought in to be a finishing piece to their team. And and in the Cavs case, obviously Donovan Mitchell, a catalyst and, and being uh, the main man out there. In today's NBA, and, and I don't know that Donovan fits this this situation, but in today's NBA, is there in your mind a position that is the most important? You know, I, it wasn't very long ago when every team wanted that big guy, you know, wanted that center. And centers were always being the number one overall pick in the draft. I don't, I don't know if that's the case in today's NBA. Is there a spot that you think this is the most important or is it an individual? This is a guy that we can, that, that is the most important guy, regardless of position. Well, let me throw a couple of names out at you. All right. Tell me if you would take them first. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, I would, yes. But in today's NBA, I I wonder. But yeah, how do, how do you not take Kareem? Shaquille O'Neal. Dominant force in, in so Tim, many ways. Yep. Tim Duncan. Yep. Uh, so my point I'm making is that if the player is that good and he's big, uh, you'll find a way to play defense without him. He may not shoot three-pointers for you, but he's going to kick everybody else's butt down close to the basket (laughs) where you want him to be anyhow. Um, Right now, we're seeing skilled players dominate the game, and and I'm talking about guys who can put it on the floor, can drive it the length of the floor, can make a pass off a dribble, can make a shot from behind the three-point line. Uh, The skill level is getting higher and higher because – there's a number of reasons why. One of them is because the players are coming in the league so young and teams have expanded their staffs now to 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 people working yeah. with these guys. It's almost like uh, there's a coach per player. And with these young players between the G League and the work they're doing with them there and the skill coaches that they have, the shooting coach, the ball handling coach, the strength and conditioning coaches, the stretching coaches, the massage therapy people to work on all their muscles after they're done doing all the stuff that the other guys make them do, the dietitians that balance their diets every day, the chefs and cooks that teams have employed for the pregame practice meals in the building. If they get there early enough, they can have their breakfast at the facility. They can stay and have lunch at the facility. They can Uh, take home food that they've already been had prepared for them. Yeah, yeah they, built, they build the facilities now to be their hotel. It's a place <laughs> away from home. You know, it used to be guys would get done with practice and see how quick they could get out of the building. Yeah. Now they want to stay in the building. They have the lounge area. They have the place they can go shoot pool if they want, play video games if they want, watch video with the assistant coaches of the last game or break down things. So because of all this that's been put in front of them, the skill level of these players nowadays is, is so terrific. I think of a Luka Doncic, who, when he first was drafted, was coming in the league. There were so many people that thought it was such a poor pick that they just took a shot, a gamble at another foreign player 
maybe his his look at that time, like a chubby little kid that you, they were picking, people didn't realize how long this young man had been playing professional ball and how successful he was over in Europe playing for his national team and club teams, obviously, and how good he really was. Now he comes over and shows him he's a point guard at yeah. the size that he is, backing people down, shooting over the top, uh, making shots from almost 40 feet away with ease at time. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, this young man comes in as a very thin, athletic guy who couldn't shoot the ball and make baskets past four feet. And now he's turned into an MVP and a champion in the NBA because of his determination, his competitiveness. He does everything to me. He's a guy who does everything the right way. What he says, what he stands for, representing his city, small market city, that he seems to give the indication, I never want to leave this place. This is where I came into the NBA. This is my home. This is where I want to finish my career. And I want guys to come and play with me that want to win championships and are willing to sacrifice. Those are the kinds of guys I think you want, that you look for, that are rare, that come along every so often. So if a big man was there that was as talented and could be as impactful as a Kareem, as a Shaq, yeah, you take a big man. You Otherwise, okay. you take a guy like a Magic Johnson, who didn't turn out to be too bad, a big point guard, and we can go on and on, name other guys like a LeBron James, et cetera, et cetera, a Michael Jordan that have put their stamp, okay, on their NBA teams. I have wondered, Mike, and you mentioned Kareem. If a guy like Kareem came along, and I wonder, would a guy like Kareem come along? You know, who who was great with playing with his back to the basket and, you know, had the sky hook. You don't see the big guys playing with their back to the basket as much. You don't see a sky hook or anything that resembles it anymore. Could a guy with that skill set, if he came along, would he be embraced? And would would teams a team do with what, you know, the, the Lakers and the Bucks did with Kareem? with that guy or would he be asked to change his game and play a different style in today's NBA? I, I don't even know if a guy like that would come along because of the way players are developed these days. What do you think? I think it starts with the beginning. Where is the beginning for that person? It's a, it's a great question that you ask because if you think of both of them, uh, Kareem back with Jack Powell at Memorial high school, whose parents, okay. Kareem's parents trusted uh, the coach that their son had his recommendations, uh, Kareem developing the sky hook, going through the recruitment process that he went through where every school in the, in the country wanted him to come to their program, and he had to make that tough decision, wound up going to UCLA, um, developed a shot and realized with his size and skill that he could be a dominant force. Shaq, under the guidance of his dad, yeah. okay, recommending that, you know, listen, son, you got a big body and you're going to make your living staying close to the basket. So neither one of them were enamored. And, you know, in Kareem's era, it wasn't the three point shot. Wasn't what it is now. Uh, Shaq came in where it wasn't as prevalent, but they, their mindset was the right mindset from the standpoint that they weren't a big guy trying to be something else. They were a big guy that took what they had been given, the God-given skills, size, strength that they had, and 
wanted to make it the best thing possible that other people had to worry about figuring out how am I stopping this? And if that kind of guy came along again, we've seen what JB Bickerstaff has done with the Cavaliers last year when he rolled out that front line of uh, marketing uh, and the power forward. And then, you know, Mobley uh, moving in there with um, Allen you know, people talking about, well, you, you're not going to play that way, are you, with three seven-footers across the front line? And yeah. J.B. was like, yeah, we are, and <laughs> come and stop us. And people had a hard time stopping. They got off to a great start until some injuries set in and Kevin coming off the bench. So I think a coach will find a way with a great player to make it work and let other people worry about their teams. He'll worry about his team. I, I'm just so curious, Mike, if a guy like that ever comes along to see how he's embraced in the NBA, in, in the game that you just described, you know, the, the three point is so prevalent and guys are, are learning to play the game, facing the basket and, and, and the big guys are wanting to go out and shoot the threes. And I, I've just thought you wouldn't stop a Shaq. You wouldn't stop a Wilt Chamberlain. You wouldn't stop a Kareem. And I, I if a guy like that ever came along again, I would think it would be fascinating just to see what that team does and then what other teams do against him. But Jeff, let me I, ask, I wonder if he ever comes along again. Let me ask you this. Uh, if you're watching college basketball along the way, <clears throat> excuse me, Purdue has their big man right now who is a dominant player and Purdue's team is one of the best teams, you know, in the country right now because of that big man they have in the center position and let's look ahead. Maybe you can pronounce his name. I know I can't right now. But the young man coming over from France. From France, yeah. Starts with a W. I got what, that much. Is it what Watanabe? I, I'm I'm working on it. Yeah, we're gonna call him the big W from now on. But I anyway, like that. This young man will probably be uh, for you folks who have not heard about it yet, he'll probably be number one pick in next year's draft. And he's seven feet two, seven feet three. Uh, which, if you watch the Cavs game last night, you saw a seven foot two player uh, on the court. You saw Manute Bowles' son on the court playing for the Orlando Magic. And that's what this young man in France, uh, another inch on his body, uh, longer than uh, Bowl Bowl, uh, this guy can do everything. He handles, he brings it down the floor, he shoots three pointers, he drives to the basket, he blocks shots at the defensive end. He rebounds and gets 30 on a regular basis, and he's just a youngster. We're talking about, what, an 18-year-old right now that's doing all of this. So you'll see him soon in the NBA, and it'll be a whole different look because now he'll have to guard NBA players, but they'll be able to hide him with the defenses the way they are right now. Wembenyama is his name. He'll be the number one pick, and, and again – Maybe that changes things, the, the way the game is played. I, I don't know, Mike. 